0: Hey, beautiful people, welcome to Catherine Biroy Show. Today's episode is truly special because I have two guests Sabin and Kaya. Sabin is Anne has been an authenticity coach, healer, and speaker in over 10 countries. He is a pastor and spiritual speaker in Pakistan for the poor. He is a host of meditation circles in many countries around the world. He is an author of three upcoming books, Your Chosen, Transformative Power of Suffering, and Your Inner Child is God. He is an authentic global leader with two main passions. First, holding space through deep, empathic listening to make people feel seen and heard. Second, is using His Word and the Word of the Divine to restore life and hope back to those we need. His Word has a healing and transformative power. Kaya is a certified holistic and solution-focused coach. She has also been a makeup artist for 13 years and today leads rituals, women's circles, mother blessing ceremonies, organizes conscious events and workshops on mental health practices. She has 10-plus years' experience in finance and investment banking, communications and event marketing. After her burnout in 2017, she lived in Bali and Australia. Kaya has studied holistic regression therapy, combining all her years of experience in the financial sector, communications, marketing and personal growth to support ambitious women in the fi- to find harmonious balance in their lives physically, mentally, emotionally and spiritually. As I mentioned, this episode is truly, truly special because there is something more which is connecting these two beautiful people. Let's dive in. Welcome, guys. I'm so happy to have you here. It's truly my pleasure and honor. Uh, About a year, maybe even two years, Sabin and I recorded an interview. He opened his heart and shared his wonderful story about meeting his one and only. And now I'm honored to have her with us, too. Sabin, would you like to share a little bit about that story and what happened after we recorded the previous one?
1: Yeah, I'll be as brief as possible. Kaya and I met, because I can go into it forever, and I'm writing a book on this story right now and many other things that led to this story, but it was just a series of miracles. I mean, things that seem so insignificant in the moment had to come together for us to meet. Like, Kaya had to see me in a mind Mindvalley video that a coworker had to put in that had to intrigue her enough to think, not just, oh, I think this guy's attractive, but there's something special about this guy in order to follow me on Instagram Trust the lead to the moment that I describe where I'm on the phone with a healer of mine and I see her her photo and I'm just so overcome like I literally job was on the floor like I couldn't even talk for a minute and because there is something so novel yet, something so familiar about her gaze and about her presence, I can just feel it through the Instagram. And as we began a message, we we fell in love so fast and so strong and our hearts broke open so much in three weeks of not meeting in person, virtually, completely virtual voice texts and a series of phone calls. And it's just like it was the most magical time of my life, the most magical, beautiful love. But I say that as at the time it was the most beautiful. The love has only grown deeper, but It was just like it gave me more belief in god and in the divine than ever i said there's no way that there's not a divine force out there that loves me if this grand of a miracle can happen and it it makes me just emotional to this day because it's just like i love her so much and i just I don't know. Every day with her is just worth it. So it's just been a crazy journey. But we ended up going on a honeymoon to Costa Rica shortly after we fell in love. Six, 17 days after we fell in love. We said we loved each other. We ended up in Costa Rica for a 25-day honeymoon. And I believe we did the podcast after I got back from Costa Rica, if I remember correctly. Yes. yes, yes. So that was about the timeline. That was like the most blissful, beautiful. I, I write about it all in my book. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, I... I don't have words. It's just, you can feel it in my energy though. It's just breaking the barriers of possibility into freedom, into the limitless, unconditional love with each other over and over and over again. And it just kept happening. And we would go and we would have some tensions even at times, even then. And we would go into those shadows and we would come out, like we were speaking about before, so alive and so just in awe of life and everything that it has to offer. So, I don't know what to say else. It's just, he's my person yeah. and I'm my read. person.
0: <laughs> just breathe this love. If there is a person out there who doesn't believe in love after hearing you, they will reconsider. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, and, I've noticed, yeah, our love story has served as an example for many people in over the last two years. I wanted to add that like many, makes many people believe in love.
0: Exactly. And you can't imagine how many people actually reached out to me asking who she is after mm-hmm. that podcast episode from all over the world. And I didn't reach out to you because I felt and knew that somehow this will happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you actually asked me and I invited Kaya to join us. So, Kaya, Welcome. <laughs> you are here (laughs) it's my absolute pleasure so many people actually ask me who you are what you do what is the story behind this because the energy you two together show to the world is truly magical and if sometimes we have ups and downs like everyone else it's just testing us for you know the purpose that we are serving on, on this planet I'm sure Sabin and I also met through Mind Valley uh, through one quest, and this is how we connected. So, Mind Valley is uh, also very magical to, to mention that. Kaya, would you like to share a little bit of your story, your personal story, but also professional story?
2: Personal story and professional, yeah. So, uh Thank you so much for those kind words, honey. And thank you so much, Catherine, for having me over and for even like wanting to talk about this, because like these days we could talk about like anything else but love, but like what is actually the one thing that matters in the world is like, and what everybody's so attracted to, even even animals, like everybody wants pets and rubs and like, you know, (laughs) so it's like everybody's so attracted to love and and I'm so happy that you are willing to talk about something like this and 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 open up this conversation around love and how people um, communicate and how people get together and and what happens if two people who are who have done their inner work come together. It doesn't mean that everything is magical and and uni- unicorns and rainbows, you know, always. But it's it's going to mean that it's going to be deep and raw and it's going to be very loving. In so many ways. So thank you so much once again for uh, opening up this conversation, first of all. Uh, but yeah, my story and like my professional background is, is so I am from Eastern Europe, uh, a country called Estonia. So it's very far away from where Sabin is from. It's, it's literally across the world, across the pond um yeah I've been born and raised here uh my journeys have been taking me though to different parts of the world to live in Australia and Asia as well but but my main hub and my main home is here um I'm I've studied marketing and MBA and like all these things that you know they told you that would make you happy if you go to school and like you do the conventional like um university and then find your partner and then build a family and this would make you happy. But by the time I was 30, I I had done all these things except the marriage and the kids part, I've done all the corporate ladder and, and all the career part, but I realized that I'm not happy and I'm burned out. So by the time I'm 30, I'm burned out. My, my hair is falling off. I'm, I'm deciding to leave the bank job that I used to work and, and love when I, were where I grew up in my twenties and sort of say, and realizing that, oh my God, it's, it's so many things that we've been sold as a society, as women, also that, things that you have to do will make you happy and whether it's a partner, whether it's a high paying job, but, but the one thing that they would like neglect to say is that, Hey, like, have you looked inside? Like, what, how's your heart doing? What do you really want to do? What is your medicine in this world? So, so yeah, this, this was my journey of like, sort of like leaving the corporate world that I've like built for myself in the twenties, uh behind and then like doing my own little eat pray love journey throughout like Asia and <laughs> Australia and then yeah ending up ending up actually in Mind Valley too to work there um uh for a couple of years and now now being in my own uh entrepreneurship journey of as a coach, as a women's circle facilitator and uh and yeah, many more things that I'm currently <laughs> venturing, but it's just kind of a short story. It, maybe it's short,
0: but it's truly
2: magical. You obviously have your own transformation,
0: right? I, yeah. I've I've been through very similar things, and now I'm finally doing what I love, and there is nothing more beautiful. Let's go. Let's let's talk about love. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just sliding to love always. And what I would like to say is, when I say love, I don't mean explicitly the relationship between two people, but the high energy, like love and above energy, which we actually uh, allow ourselves to, to like, shine from our hearts. And what truly impresses me that two people like you who trans- transformed their inner being to, to, to like, serve the purpose to this world are together. So from, from my perspective, I actually see you as a power couple. Mm. and everything that you create from this space will flourish yeah it yeah. just it just needs a mind timing it will yeah. flourish and when we can feel that and yeah. saving I, I understand now why you are so like amazed with her it's it's obviously you guys have the same vibe and it's it's truly truly magical to to speak with you let's talk now a little bit about your purposes and everything every like you're doing so much magnificent work in this world to, to make it a better place. Um, Sabine, what, what do you crave the most in life? Why do you do now what you do? What's the mission behind it?
1: Just tuning in, I crave the most to feel so deeply seen by another, by myself, by, by the Mother Nature, and by the Creator God that I am so blissed out and I'm so deeply alive that I feel so much that I matter and that I have value. And so I strive to create a world where every single human being is seen, heard, valued, and loved for who they truly are, not for who society has made them out to be, but for who they truly are at the depth of their soul. And in doing that, I take people on a journey, here comes the poetry, to make them whole. People are dead inside. Mm -hmm. People are spiritually dead inside. My purpose is to help revive their soul by helping them feel so seen inside, by looking them deep in the eyes and saying, I see you. I see who you are, and I see who you're meant to be both at the same time and to hold that level of frequency so high. That people just might be transformed just from the act of witnessing. They might just love, might just change. One gaze might change their life forever as it did for Ram Das. And I'm looking to create a culture, starting with me from the inside out, that has people so deeply in the energy of unconditional love mm-hmm. that we magnetize the whole earth and everyone in it to feel seen, heard, valued, and loved. Because once people are activated in who they are, the depth of their soul, there's nothing we can't create in this world anymore. All the problems, I think every one of the world's problems stems down to someone has not been seen, heard, valued, or loved. Therefore, they've created some scar. They've created a pain inside that they've repressed. And they're now acting out that pain. I want to get to the deep core of what's really going on. Bring it out to the light to be healed and to give people the opportunity to finally be themselves, be seen, heard, valued, and loved. And just create a world of that magnetism and that frequency and see what we can create from that inner state of being.
0: Mic drop. Right. What what else can I add now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
0: is there anything? Kaya, <laughs> help me out here. Like, is there anything? Anyone? You just said it. It's just
2: mic drop. You know? yeah. just mic drop. It's just
0: it's just it's just magical. And um, I believe people can feel that and you're absolutely right but why are so many people afraid what does it truly mean to be authentic why they are so afraid why fear is actually leading and not authenticity
1: being seen is scary is one mm-hmm. to be seen means to be willing to accept and to express because you cannot express what you have not accepted, every ounce of your shadows mm-hmm. and every ounce of your light. To bring, it's easy to bring the light out. It's easy for me to show Kaya the good parts of me. Mm-hmm. When she starts to see the parts of me that feel ugly, the parts of me that have thoughts about different things and different people. I mean, I'll be real with you. When she starts to see these parts of me that I hate, mm-hmm. Deep down, I give the ultimate opportunity for her to still love me in those parts. But what it means for me to be authentic is to be willing to have the courage to go past the fear of resistance and to share truthfully, even if it hurts. I hurt Kaya last night, and it's one of the reasons she was crying this morning because I was very truthful about something I wasn't getting in this relationship. Somewhere I was a little bit unsatisfied but it led to the biggest breakthrough. So I just want to convince people that if you see fear as a, as a friend of mine said, a way maker for opportunity and Mm -hmm. you feel the fear and you do it anyways, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. every time you take one leap of faith past fear, you go more into authenticity, more into authenticity, which is your unique expression, your soul expression of love that you are. And you get one step closer to the peace, love, and joy that you want to experience. So what it means to be authentic is to unapologetically and boldly show up as you and all your shadows and all your light.
0: That's so true and so deep and so beautiful. And I believe when we realize that when you are authentic and you're telling your truth and you stand in your integrity, there is nothing to remember. Life becomes simpler. It's easy to create what you wish to create. And then you can walk through the path of your purpose. People are awakening slowly, easily, but they are. There is still a lot of different difficult things in the world, but the work you two are doing is is helping very, very, very deeply. Mm -hmm. Kaya, you had obviously a corporate career. You worked as a makeup artist. You transformed your life. Now you're a coach, you're a helping woman. What do you see are the main if I may say, problems or struggles that women face that you can help with.
2: Mm-hmm. I think what all comes down to is this inner confusion and disbelief to yourself, like this this disconnection from from yourself. Because and why I even started to be a coach is that I saw that in myself. Like everything that I do today stems from my own pain or from my own like journey to. Mm-hmm. To come back to myself and my own healing journey was so much about coming back to me realizing what is important to me why I do what I do what is my why behind my purpose and how I show up in the world I didn't know that why before I only knew that yet I was told that this job would make me happy this amount of money would make me happy these kind of travels or clothes would make me happy or this kind of partner would make me happy but when everything sort of came crashing down I realized that there is nothing in the world that matters more than than your own connection to yourself and to your own purpose. And until you don't know what is your purpose, and this is what a lot of women come to me, is like they know that they can feel, because we we women, we're very intuitive. We can feel there's something more out there. There is something that is calling us, but we don't know what it is because we don't have time to think about it because we have the kids and the jobs and the chores and the you know, the gyms and the activities and the events, but it's just like, seems to be that your own mission and uh, taking time for yourself even is like the last thing in the to-do list, if I may. And, and this is where women get stuck. They're like, I know that there is something that is trying to emerge through me. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Or, or maybe I need to even like, you know, break up or, or choose a different career path, but I don't know how to do this, because I've been told that this is the way. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of like self, uh, self doubt, a lot of confusion, and and a lot of disbelief into uh, themselves. So this is, this is what we usually start with is like embracing those parts, Mm -hmm. because those parts have a message. Mm-hmm. Those parts that confusion has a message that struggle has a message that disbelief into yourself and your abilities that has a message. but if we don't allow this part to just be and just sit with it for a little bit, maybe hug it, then we don't know what is the message that we're supposed to get from it and take it further, you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's sort of the conclusion of of what most women turn to me for and that was that was exactly my journey. so that's that's so funny and also like divine that how your own journey is also ending up leading and and supporting other women. So I'm so grateful for that that I get to do this today.
0: that's actually what I wanted to mention. you actually you've been through that yeah. and you felt it. you know how it feels and helping someone to overcome whatever they're struggling with when you sensed it on your own skin it's it's truly truly a purpose um society expects from women a lot uh we have so many roles i don't say men don't have i think my husband have even more than me <laughs> but, yeah it's kind of good marriage it's a good deal <laughs> but really uh, you know that We come back now to Sabian's story. What you just mentioned, Kaya, is that uh, belief in ourselves and this connection with our inner self, again, that stops us from being authentic who we truly are. And if we don't live our truth and in our own, like from our own heart, we will struggle. So when you help them, how that feels, how it feels for them and how it feels for you when you see one soul is awakening and actually, you know, she was going left, now she's going right, (laughs) for example. How does it feel for you? What do you see in their eyes when you achieve that with them?
2: I think that was for you. Oh, that
1: was for it was
0: for, it was for Kaya. It was for me. Because- oh my god, I'm so sorry.
2: I'm so sorry. I was like, that's such a great question. What is that feel? Why should <laughs> you ask me? Why you ask him? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um so it's it's obviously this unfoldment journey. Uh, that sometimes you're you feel like everything is going backwards when mm-hmm. when you first start uncovering some of the things that you haven't been showing up for yourself or you haven't been holding yourself in that space where you can actually see yourself and connect with yourself. You're like, damn it, there's so much to do. However, that's that's the point of coaching, and what I what I love about it is like you end up leaving every time with one actionable step you can take for yourself, so it doesn't feel overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So. So, so this one actionable step could be just like, how can I maximize this like feeling of peace in me daily? And that might be like taking five minutes out of my daily job and just like sitting and hugging myself mm-hmm. or or like so many women are like, you know, like it feels like in the morning I wake up and I just go and just that might might mean that at one point we establish some form of like a morning ritual where you can charge yourself first and then you can show up for the world. So I would say that it's more like this coming home kind of feeling. I or or what I notice also like during the sessions is just like this this big energy change. Like the the woman just like the eyes light up or the body just like becomes like taller and more like, you know, magnificent. But that's great during the sessions. But also I see that it's it's not the work you do that changes the thing for, for like a second, but it's it's what you do when nobody sees you. It's like, how do you show up for yourself when nobody else is around and when your coach is not around? So So what do you commit yourself to? Is it like morning practices for five to 10 to 20 minutes? Or is it something that you do before bed? So I believe it's this like daily small steps that ultimately lead to something that is way more, greater than we could have ever thought Mm -hmm. um so so yeah if if you ask me like what does that mean or how does that look like for a woman to kind of like go through that transformation it's just it's just mind-blowing at the end of the day because I don't work with them less than six months usually and and after six months of daily taking like daily or weekly action like the change is inevitable like people look different their lives are different and and it's beautiful to see, and just just really humbling to be part of that journey. You know what I just realized, guys? You are
0: just like two pieces of puzzle. You know, <laughs> when when Kaya does her coaching and elevates one soul for an awakening, then Sabine can actually help them stand in their true authentic self and be seen like sure. all over the world if you don't have already you should have one program together
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't and we have one now <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's something that we've been uh discussing yeah. uh prior but we never had anything kind of like you know in place but yeah thank you that's a great idea and it makes
1: perfect sense because mm-hmm. kaya one thing she does is she balances me because she's so grounded and she's mm-hmm. able to bring it so to the practical. And mm-hmm. I'm more like theoretical or idealistic or spirit, whatever you want to call it. I think spiritual is grounded too. Mm-hmm. And she can just take it from there. It's like she can, I could see this flow happening where, where Kaya's working with people and then they are now ready with their hearts open to have the authentic truth poured into them. Like I could just see this, this dynamic working very well.
0: It's actually, yeah. That's actually what I saw when I was listening and watching her speak. It's just like two pieces of puzzle, step one and then step two. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's really, really perfect. Uh, yeah. but when, when we talk about being seen, Sabine, how do you help people be seen? What does that truly mean? Uh, it's not public relations, so this is why I wanted
1: to... Like, yeah, I'm going to unleash a secret that I do in my routine routine here. Um, being seen means two things, being seen. Let's just start with the two main parts on the outside and on the inside. A lot of people crave, and I did for the longest time as a quadruplet. I crave to be seen on the outside because I didn't feel seen. I realized deep down that that's not enough. There's also parts of us, as Kaya mentioned, inside of us, our critic part, our angry part, our hurt part, our inner child, they need witnessing just as bad as the other parts. Mm-hmm. So I apply a threefold method, whether I'm doing a retreat and two people are witnessing each other or I'm doing my coaching, my authenticity coaching, and we're going inside. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing, whether it's my inner critic or it's my partner, because we do this sometimes. Mm-hmm. I call it the SH method, S-H-H. Somebody helped me come up with that. I'm very thankful for them. You have to see the part, you have to hold the part, mm-hmm. and you have to hear the part out so for my inner critic part i will literally create an external object to symbolize this art and then i see it for maybe three to five minutes i just witness it we just witness each other's presence like it's literally a canva image on my phone people, i do this on the bus people are like i probably think i'm crazy I, I i i hold it so i'll literally hold my phone i'll imagine hugging it for a few minutes and then i'll hear it I'll just say, speak, and I just have a note ready, and I'm just deeply listening, and I get wisdom. First, it starts out as like, I feel alone, I feel scared, I feel like something's wrong. And then all of a sudden, it's like, this is what I need. I need you to give me a little bit of attention every day. I need you to invest more. And I'm like, whoa, like Kaya said, there really is a message. And I would apply that same method for anyone listening outside, for the people you love the most, for a stranger, at my retreats. At my retreats, I have a retreat coming up in May, which maybe I'll talk about later. I have people on day one planning to do that exact same method, but with each other. So it literally works golden inside and outside. And if you do that, I believe more than anything, you can make someone feel so seen more than probably their partner's ever given them in their entire life, more than their loved ones have ever given them. And it literally can do it in 15 minutes. And I am just so thankful to God in the God in me, the divine in me. For this formula, because it is just, I don't want to toot its horn, but it is very a genius short formula to get someone to belong because to be seen is to actually belong. And we want to belong and be whole and harmonious inside and outside. That's how we find peace, the peace of alignment, of harmonious wholeness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is this is how I would say someone can feel most seen.
0: This is incredible. Like when we mention be seen, usually people think be seen by other people, be seen online, be seen on TV, but no, it's actually from our inner core that we need to feel that, if I may say again, frequency of love. First of all, for, for each other and for ourselves. I am absolutely sure that every inner child needs to be seen and we are neglecting it And because we are neglecting it, we listen to society, we start, you know, college, work, all of these things that Kaya mentioned, we struggle in our life, there is a disbalance. And of course, things are not working. So when when you, like, help us to get into this peaceful moment, Sabin, and and you, Kaya, help us, especially women, to, to create a balanced life, I think this is a a really, really powerful thing that it can start the awakening of of the whole humanity. And I really believe that. You know, I survived war and had so many struggles in life. I, I don't even have any kind of hard feeling towards these people. No one would do something like that if they came from the source of love. This is why your work is so important. And this is why I wanted to share your message, especially you two, because you two are together working. You know, you have your own businesses or however, but you are on the same purpose. So something practical for the Ankaya. what, as Sabin said, he is more philosophical or, or visionary oriented and you're practical. When we need to have that balance in life, especially women we have so many roles how you can help with that and how we can actually achieve that
2: yeah so i don't think balance is always feasible on day-to-day basis but if we look at our week or if we look at our month Mm -hmm. then we need to realize that we only have 24 hours or or certain amount of hours on a week so Mm -hmm. if we know that this week is going to be a lot of chores a lot of things then we need to plan ahead in terms of us and where where we are going to be seen by ourselves Mm -hmm. so it's it's almost like we're planning all the meetings we're prioritizing our calendar reflects usually our professional life but what if we bring our calendar to also reflect what is important to us internally. I plan my morning ritual in my calendar. I plan my downtime in my calendar when, when my day is over to make sure that I'm not using or needing my phone anymore. So what if we just, with the little simple rule of like, can my calendar reflect my professional and my actual life as well? Maybe I can plan things like doing nothing for 15 minutes or, or, or I don't know, just dancing for three minutes every day. Is this something that I can do? Is this something that I can allow myself instead of scrolling? Yes, we can. We all can. So, so the thing is like, it's, we plan and prioritize for some reason. And, and we, I'm not going to get into this why our professional lives and our to-do lists more than ourselves. So just a little like maybe maybe like a tip in the back of your guys mind is like can my calendar also start reflecting me and my needs mm-hmm. so so when we're planning like me and Saban we sometimes do this like we're trying to make it more like you know um regular but like we we look over our week and where is the time we can spend together where is the time that we do our work what is the time we take to ourselves so I know it sounds maybe a little bit like too like too masculine and too like practical in some ways but if this is what we're working on these days if the calendar is what helps us you know get through our our days of of the week and months Mm -hmm. then it should reflect Mm -hmm. what is also very very important what is the vehicle that is actually getting us through this all is ourselves Mm -hmm. so can we can we have our calendars reflect that too
0: that's amazing that remind me of one thing uh when i decided to left corporation and start my own business i wanted friday to be free for me and my son every day every time it, it has to be free i just don't want to go to work i want to be with him that was my priority and and yeah i made it but what you just said is something that we usually don't do now when i think of my calendar It's all about what I have to do and uh, other people and coaching clients and all of that. Where is me? Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to check that
2: again and add some more colors (laughs) to that space. And absolutely. What I just wanted to say also was like, When somebody comes in with a plan, hey, do you want to get dinner? Hey, can I do a coaching session with you? Hey, can we do a podcast together? And when you know that there are slots that I've been planning for myself so I can be a more sane person and more Mm -hmm. contact with myself and my core, then I won't overbook myself anymore. Mm -hmm. I won't do over um, that I promised to work on a certain week or certain day. It's just like when we do bring our own You know, we prioritize ourselves in the calendar as well. We don't overbook ourselves as much. So, yeah.
0: We say more, more often, actually. No. We say no more often, Uh, like we have to. It just just simply needs to flow back to ourselves, not just to to other people. You prepared some uh, beautiful gifts for for my audience. And I would like to give you this few minutes to share if people would like to work with you, how they can find you, what's the best way to reach out to you. So please feel free to share. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I'll start. So you can find me at sabincarma.org. So just my name.org. On there, you'll find three different ways you can connect with me. One is authenticity coaching. This is all about not progressing or discovery, but rediscovery and regressing through all the BS that's not you. So you can come to find the real you that you really are a unique expression of love. Mm -hmm. So that's authenticity coaching in a nutshell. I host, uh, I did one yesterday. It was amazing, uh, a meditation circle. So, yeah, I do different creative ones. They're like transcendental meditations. I did a how to truly live meditation where I walk people through their own death and then had them answer in the afterlife what, how they can live a more meaningful life. Super powerful, like so much joy for me or out of that. And I do those maybe on a bi weekly to monthly basis. So, you'll see those. Mm-hmm. And the last one is, what I was mentioning earlier, the you are home retreats. So it's for people that feel hopeless and alone, people that want to stop holding themselves back and stop suffering unnecessarily, that want to find their true home by belonging inside and out. The only way we can belong inside and out is if we can express all parts of ourselves and be witnessed and loved by ourselves and by others for it. So I have people express their human nature, their spirit nature and their animal nature. That's a day one of the retreats human, two is spirit, three is animal. And once they do that, and they're in it, and people are trained to how to be vessels of unconditional love, the magic of God and grace by which we create the conditions for this retreat can truly enter. So the next one I'm doing is in Estonia in person. It's on a private island. Super excited about it. But I do plan on hosting them around the world virtually and uh, in different locations. So those are the three main things that I'm doing right now, uh, along with like speaking events and stuff. But that's that's different. Yeah.
0: That's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So So the website is the best place people can reach yeah. out. Okay, we will leave the link so they will see. And you yeah.
1: guys?
2: yeah so if anybody wants to get in contact uh, my website is kaya Waldma, which is a little bit of a hard thing to maybe remember maybe we can link that on the show notes as oh, well dot well. so you can uh you can see who i am what i do and and what is what is the predominant goal that i have in life and how i walk uh women through their own experience and their own journey so my main offering right now is holistic coaching which is not just we're focusing on your career and we're focusing on one goal. We're, we're looking at your life as a whole and, um, and yeah, whether you're confused, whether you're stressed, whether you're overwhelmed, whether you know that it's something that is wanting to come out of you and you don't know exactly what it is, or you, you don't have the time, Mm -hmm. then, uh, I, I offer a first free introductory session so we can just see like if coaching is something that you would benefit from and also I have a holistic regression therapy background so I kind of I, I am sometimes incorporating some of the some of the works and some of the practices as well if something is bound to come up because coaching is very transformative practice and sometimes there is stuff that comes out from the past so yeah, this is my main offering right now, Holistic Coaching for Women. So com or Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm, I'm in all the biggest social platforms as well.
0: Wonderful.
2: So I will, I will
0: leave the links for, for them so they can reach out. And as we are closing this beautiful conversation, I will just guide us a little bit to the beginning of it. When we were talking about love, in the first interview Sabin and I did, he mentioned and he believes you are his twin flame. Do you both still believe that's true?
1: It's a great question. So I'm going to answer it two ways. One is yes, but two is it doesn't matter. And I'm going to say this because Kaya once confronted me. I was wanting to share this. So thank you for asking. (laughs) She confronted me once when we were long distance, and she said, Sabin, this is how I knew she was my twin flame. Cause she challenges you. If you know, you're your twin flame. If they challenge you like this, Saban, would you still love me if I'm not your twin flame? And I was like, my ego was like, no, obviously my soul was like, yes. But my ego is like, no, because it was showing how attached I was back then to the label. What does it mean to be with a twin flame? And I'm like, okay, like I'm with my twin flame. That must mean like I'm better than people. Or, or this is what my ego was saying. Right. So who, who else is with their twin flame? Oh, other people are no, only I can be, cause I want to be special and I want to be seen. That's the main thing. But For me, if she wasn't my twin flame, I'd still be with her. That's, I think the most important thing because I'm with her for more than just a label. I'm with her because I fell deeply in love with her. And because we saw our last day on earth together when we were meeting. And I knew that I wanted to commit my very life to this woman. (laughs) And because of that, the labels don't matter. Twin flame, the only thing I would say is that it's made our relationship simultaneously the most blissful thing beyond what you can dream and the most incredibly difficult thing as well because love mirrors all that's not love in another and twin flames are the most direct mirror of your soul so this beautiful woman has also been the source of a great amount of pain and healing in me at the same time
0: yeah which is beautiful after the transformation
2: passed
1: yeah yeah,
0: (laughs) what do you think kaya
2: yeah I, i i agree with saban said that because whether it's my practicality my being down to earth or my like lack of labels these days like you want to love somebody that is not conventionally considered like you know whatever like I'm all okay with what people choose for themselves and whatever makes them happy if if saying that you're with your twin flame makes you happy and you genuinely make your soul sink go for it if if that doesn't make you happy don't use that term i know people really want to talk about like soulmates and twin flames and things like that and whether whether this is our first rodeo here or not I, i believe it's not because it's just like it feels this familiarity in the soul
0: yeah
2: whether we're twin flames Maybe, I don't know, I just see us both being souls who very much were attracted to each other and our growth, and and realize that the best we can do in life is to come together and do this life and this journey together, because it's going to be most loving and rewarding and growthful experience of a lifetime. I cannot imagine doing this with anybody else. Do I have other soulmates out there? Potentially, do I have, have other twin flames out there? Maybe, but even if that would be the case, I I would still be with him because I see my biggest growth, my biggest love just being right here with me. So yeah, so just to conclude, it's like the label doesn't matter to me as much, as much as it matters that whether it's the soul recognition and I feel truly home with this person. So yeah, I will not add one single word to this.
0: Thank you so much for being my guest. Guests, I truly enjoyed and I hope you did
1: too. We did so much. much.
2: Thank you so much for having us. It was truly a pleasure and an honor.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you. And we will talk soon. (laughs) Bye-bye.